Well, the weather for the whole of the south of England will continue as it has for the next few weeks. It's going to be hot and moist, with temperatures rising steadily as time goes on. There's a chance of steamy moments as we move into the... Ah, sod it. We never wanted to do this. We never wanted to be weathermen and women, making innuendos about hot atmospheres and drizzly countries. We didn't want to be child-friendly. We didn't want to bang on about being for over-18s only. We want to talk about our sexy adventures. We want to be lifestylers, leaping from bush to bush as we sail down the rivers of British sex clubs and mountains of crazy experiences. The cheeky purple mamba, the liquid silk pumped liberally into our hand, the rodeo classic brief harness complete with Tantus curve, the enjoy pure one stainless steel dildo, the hot octopus digit, the ever so short messages on fab swingers, the sexy friends on Twitter, and the mighty vanilla alternative. With my best girlie by my side, we'd swing, swing, swing. Get in the gym or to your car. Without advice, you could go far. We fuck things up and we make mistakes. We talk about our sexy dates. It's getting hard for this to rhyme. Just as well, cause it's bed. Hello and welcome to the Bed Hoppers podcast. My name's Mr. H. I'm Mrs. H. Thank you for joining us today. Before we go into the episode properly, mm-hmm. we've got a little bit of housekeeping to do, right? Okay. You sure? Probably. Okay. <laughs> so the Red Hot Party has sold out. Oh, yes. That is exciting. Very exciting. It's completely sold out. You cannot get a ticket for love, nor money, or bribing me. Or even any any sexy pics. No, no none no, of these things will get you. It's completely sold out. It is completely sold out. So if you were attempting to get a ticket, very sorry, it's gone. It's done. It's time's over now. Ah. You had your chance. It's too late. <laughs> have to so, wait until the next one. Yeah, you have to wait until the next party. So that is fantastic. I know. Excited. Very, very happy. I just very excited. I don't know. It's like less than 40 days now. Oh, don't. You've got less than 10 days to get an outfit. I don't have less than 10 days. (laughs) Were you serious about this time scale? Yes. Why? Because I don't want to be faffing around 10 minutes like before to to get an outfit sorted out. I'll get my act together. Yeah, you should get your act together. Get your eBaying together or whatever it is that you're doing. I'm buying a dress on eBay. I ain't wearing a dress (laughs) on eBay. All right, fine. Anyways, the point is, it's sold out. Yes. We're really chuffed. It's going to be an amazing party. If you've not got tickets, very sorry. It is sold out. You cannot get them. That's it. Done. Yeah. We'll be talking about it, obviously, when it happens and give you a rundown how it went down. But for now, we're going to shut up about it. <laughs> That's like the equivalent to showing someone the holiday pics. When this they is didn't what you could have won. Yeah, this is, this is, this is what you could have done if you'd have got <laughs> in there. and sh- like yeah. talk about it incessantly. Well, I think... I think it's a big event for us. In fact, it's the mm. biggest event that we've been part of in terms of running yeah. and co-hosting with the delightful Kate and Daryl for Wanderlust Swingers. Mm. So I think, you know, it, it's an exciting thing. But also, actually, while we're talking about them, they're releasing an episode very soon. Oh, yeah. And I think it's already on their Patreon. But it's going to be an episode that's talking about the New Year's Eve party that we went to with them in Rotterdam. Seeing in, in the New Year Fun with for a two. Yeah, exactly that. Look out for it. It's really good. It's really hot. I listened to the Patreon. It was hot. Is this because it was about you? Yeah, well, it, the interesting thing, right? So we it talk, is about you. Yeah, that's what's interesting. I mean, you may not find that that's interesting. Predominantly what yeah, you that's, found that's, was that's, interesting. That, that is the bit that I liked where people talked about me and they weren't horrible about me. I mean, that's the best thing. And yet, 
They poked fun at me. Uh, yes, they did. <laughs> Rightfully so. Some of the stuff you said needed some poking fun at. Wow. But it's a really interesting thing. You can have a look and or have a listen and it will give you a slightly different spin on the night. Mm. Uh, most of the stuff aligns, which I'm really pleased about. But it also gives you some slightly different looks, which I think is worth checking out. I and love an it. insight into a club in Holland. Yeah, exactly that. So that was the RHP. The Red mm-hmm. Hot Party, that's been sold out. The other thing is, right, we've been having some sexy adventures lately. Okay. So I think we've got like a month of sexy adventures, of different things lined up we've and some fun stuff going on. certainly made the most of putting things in my diary. We definitely have. Mm. So I think by the time we come back, we'll have some adventures to talk about. I mean, we've definitely. got some stuff that we could talk about, but it feels like I want to cover this topic because this was... So we've been travelling around the country a little bit again. Yep. And visiting some amazingly sexy friends. Mm-hmm. And while we've been sort of sat there in the car going nowhere, it feels like we've been sort of talking about sort of expectations, talking about what we didn't expect with the lifestyle, what kind of surprised us. So we thought for this time around, we'll talk about some of the conversations that we had on that. Mm. Bring that up. It's less sexy, perhaps, but it may be interesting. Oh, hopefully, sexy things in it. Is there? Yes. Uh, okay. I look I'll forward make to- them sexy. You'll make them sexy just by yes. uttering them from them <laughs> slipping from your very lips. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. But yeah, so we've got some interesting, sexy times to talk about in the near future. But for now, we're going to be talking about expectations, right? Yes. And this started because we were in the car, sat there, Mm -hmm. going nowhere in traffic. Mm Because this happens a lot. Every time I get in the car, I swear, I travel for like a couple of hours and then it just stops. That's just life. It is just life, and but it's just traffic in and, Britain. Yeah, I, yeah, I know, but it's frustrating. I just, I, because I'm the one that drives, because you. But the traffic would be just as bad if you were a passenger. Yeah, but I could at least play with my phone like you do. I talk to you. That's not barely, fair. barely. <laughs> Anyways, while we're sat there, one of the things that we started talking about were was around our expectations of of entering this whole swinging lifestyle, yeah. right? So good and bad and kind of what surprised us. Yeah, some of the unexpected benefits and surprising, maybe not so good things. Yeah, I think this conversation started because we were just sort of chatting away in the car. And I think one of the things that Mrs. H was kind of like, are you su- said that was, are you surprised that this is a thing or were you surprised mm. about this? And then that spiraled into a whole conversation. Now, obviously, gentle listener, you couldn't have been there in the car with us and recording God, I wish couldn't. You had been. Really? <laughs> Yeah, and I wouldn't have to like put up with you moaning about traffic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fine. See if I can. But this, I thought this was an interesting thing that we could share with you in terms of uh, stuff that surprised us throughout our journey. Yeah. So, you know, I said, wife, take this down. This is great content. And then you were like, ah, I got to write stuff down. And then you wrote a bunch of stuff. And then you got really excited about it. Then you went, wrote a whole bunch more. So for one of the first sort of twists of events, you've got show notes and I have a blank page. So obviously I've contributed to this, but I don't have the list in front of me. I genuinely have notes for the first time ever. So Mrs. H is steering the show, crashing the plane, landing it, whatever it is that we're going to do well, with it. Let's not be too hasty. Well, I know, but we're going to go through the list about stuff that we thought that surprised us. Next, This yeah. could be good, could be bad, but we thought it was an interesting conversation and hopefully it will spark some interesting conversations for you too. I think some of these things we've probably touched on before anyway, but maybe not compile them into sort of one thing. 
Oh yeah. And I think this was all through the lens of what, you know, when, when we were signing up to the lifestyle, when we got our <laughs> membership card, what were we not expecting? I think is probably the real question. Is that like a black Nando's card? Yes, it is. It Unlimited is. Nando's for life. Unlimited chicken for life. Excellent. It okay. sounds amazing. Where do I get me one of those? Apparently Jonathan Ross has one. Does he? Yeah. Okay, fine. It's something I've always known. I saw a really great YouTube program with Jonathan Ross, right? And it was okay. exploring his like toy room. This not a naughty toy room, but it had like loads like of sort of toy room. geeky toy room. It was loads of old Japanese toys. I can imagine and, he's a bit Yeah, it, it was really cool. I was like well impressed. I was like, yeah, he's kind of cool actually. And yeah. he's got a Black Nando's card. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Definitely need to get to know him. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Ross, if you're listening. Truly made it in life yeah. and he got Black Nando's card. And when you know Jonathan Ross, apparently. Which Two we don't. Things are hand so we get to do this. I mean, is he a step above or below Louis Theroux for, for you, Mrs. H? Below. Below. I'm sorry. Is but... he just the road to Theroux? <laughs> <laughs> Theroux. You've got to get through that. He's definitely above. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then. With that in mind, let's move on to these unexpectations. Unexpectations? <laughs> yeah. Because a new word. Things we didn't expect. Unexpectations. Yes. Great expectations. Great unexpectations. Oh my God, okay. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to get it tonight either. Right, so number one, and this is a positive thing. Okay, this isn't in any particular order, it's just what we thought of, right? No, I've got no particular order. Okay, so (laughs) number one. faith in me. Number 28, whatever it might be, go for it. 12 Okay. Um, So the amazing connections and lifelong friends that we have made. I think this is something that, you know, a lot of, we talk to a lot of people once they've established themselves in the lifestyle. And I don't think anyone quite expects to have made such amazing friends and friends that will back you up to the hill and that will help you out and that will be there to support you. Certainly our experience has been that we've made these friends from all over the world. We're very fortunate through this whole experience. And I think when we started, I think we had this chat about you know, it would be nice to have some friends that we can chat to and yeah. it would be good to have people that we can talk about sort of sexy stuff about and all this sort of thing. But actually, it's been so much more than that. And I didn't, you know, I, we wanted those friends, but I, I never expected to find people that we've connected with so well. And people that, you know, I hope are going to be in our lives for the rest of our lives, you know. Best friends. Best mates. Well, interestingly, in another perspective on this particular topic of yeah. amazing connections I actually don't think that other people um expect you to find this either what well, me in particular no <laughs> so what I mean by that is if you were talking about your non-monogamous journey with somebody who's not involved in non-monogamy yeah. so just a regular you know work colleague for example anyone that, just a friend and you talked about you know the things that you do I don't think they would expect you to say that you've made some best friends. Yeah. I think, honestly, part of their, their assumptions might be that you just have casual hookups, maybe, for the uneducated. And I, I appreciate that's not everybody, but, but generally speaking, they're like, oh, you, you're hanging out with people you have sex with? Okay. <laughs> like, well, yeah, because we're really good friends as well. So I think, actually, the expectation thing comes two part for me. It's... I didn't expect it, for one. And I just don't think other people realise how strong our bond is with people until they they realise just how close we are with, with people. I think what's really surprised me as well is that how 
flexible we are with things like our boundaries when it comes to friends. Mm. And I think if we've got a really good connection with people, then the level of safety and the level of exploratory stuff becomes much, much simpler and much easier. And I, I've been surprised by how easy it is to adapt to some diff- some situations that we wouldn't ordinarily play in, mm. but because they are our friends, it's made it much simpler. I mean, for an example. So, okay. So ordinarily we wouldn't play with single guys. Ah, right? right. And we've done that a couple of times. Because we're friends? Because we're friends with people. Oh, because you have that trust. And I have that trust and mm-hmm. that built-in relationship. Is there anything else that uh, fits we could, into that category? Okay, playing in a separate room. Oh, So, you know, we've said that we wouldn't ever do that. And actually, through this course of exploratory sort of stuff that we've done Mm. and through the Borgie, for example, we did end up playing in a separate room, although you'll claim that it was just a threshold. But actually, (laughs) what we've said subsequently is if there was a situation where we were in a similar sort of time and a similar sort of thing, Mm -hmm. that it wouldn't be so bad. It wouldn't break us. It wouldn't break us. And I think in a normal sort of, let's say normal, if ever there's such a thing, but a normal lifestyle situation where we've gone to a club or whatever, that probably wouldn't be our jam. And that would probably, we'd we'd worry a bit about this unless we discussed it first. But actually in, in the sort of catching up with our friends scenario, things are a little bit more flexible, I think. Yeah, it's safer. Mm. We know that we trust them. We know that we trust each other with them. And we know that we've got these bonds that are amazing. And even like uh, having like a separate date. We've talked about that before with, with certain couples where we would actually be comfortable with one of us going out and having not a play date, but an actual sort of catch up date with other people. Yeah. Do you think there's a flip side to developing such strong connections with people. I think to be fair, I haven't seen a massive flip side from my perspective mm. because I'm strangely I'm a little bit more tolerant when it comes to to friends. I think for you that sometimes skirts a little close to the relationship angle. And I, I know that you you worry in particular that I'm gonna run off with people. <laughs> and I think, you know, we try to do our very best to keep all of our chats open and trying to, you know, yeah. all be involved and all this sort of stuff. But occasionally I think you do worry that I'm going to run off with someone. I overthink things sometimes. Yeah. And I think when you don't see the transparency in something, then it very quickly makes you overthink everything. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I think the thing is, I'm probably a little bit more accepting of that. Strangely for me, who normally worries more than, than anybody, yeah. I'm kind of a little bit more open to that. But actually... You know, I think depending on the relationship that we've got with the people, depending on how much we trust them. But I know that I I think there are certain triggers with people where those friendships are really strong. Uh, It's often it's not the friendship bit of it. It's the it's more the relationship part of the friendship, if that makes sense. It's kind of how close are we to a relationship with them that makes you worry. Do you think close friends can can evolve from pants on, pants off throughout the whole relationship? I think they can. What if they start off as pants off friends and then you become really, 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 really close friends. And then at some point you decide that actually you just want to be friends, friends and not, yeah, not I sexual. Think, I think we've we've had situations where that's definitely happened, where we've been pants on friends and, and actually the, the, the relationship changes a bit. It, in many ways, it's kind of these these whole relationships just continue to evolve throughout the course mm. of the piece. And I think it's interesting because I think I always see relationships as something you need to work on. Mm-hmm. And I've always had a strong belief that you need to put effort in and what you put in is what you get out. And mm. if you don't see people putting in effort to it, then it's really hard to see the value of 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 some of those relationships. Right. So for me, I think, you know, that and and if someone's not putting in that 
effort, then actually you can see yourself taking a step back. I mean, I do. I I certainly have felt that with a number of relationships. Because you don't feel valued. Yeah, if I don't feel valued, then I'm not... It's not a balanced relationship. No, for me, it's about how much you put in and how much you get out of it. And I think, I I hate to be mercenary over it, (laughs) but I think that sometimes you, you kind of have to work at something. You have to put the effort in. And if you if you feel that you're the only person that's doing that, is, is that a good thing? How can that be a good thing? Yeah, I agree. So, so for that, I, you know, for that reason, I'm out. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I do think, you know, the, the, the unexpected part is, you know, I'd always hoped there would be relationships and I always hoped that we'd find people that we could build these really strong connections with. But I, never in my life did I anticipate there would be people that I, you know, that we speak to every single day. And, that, and sometimes when you make those new relationships, you do speak to people every day and that they are, you know, there's a new romantic energy, there's, you know, new relationship energy or whatever mm. it is that you're like, wow, this is great, whiz pop, whiz pop. But actually mm. some people we've spoken to on a very regular basis for a long period of time. Mm. And I still get excited about those people. And that's the bit that I'm, I'm shocked about, you know, it's, it's amazing. And there are friends, but also I'm like, wow, I can't wait to catch up with them. And take my pants off and play with them as well. Do you think that sits anywhere on the polyamorous Maybe. realm for you? I think there is a, a little bit of it. I think it's, it's such a, a, a fine line or a grey area, whichever way you want to look at it, where you have, I wouldn't say that I have romantic feelings for people. I really right. wouldn't. But I have love for people. And there's some people I would go to battle for and some people I would defend to the hilt and and I'm incredibly protective over. Mm. You know, I there's some people I would drive thousands of miles for just to spend two minutes with because I value them so much. But you're gonna segue into some Brian Adams lyrics then. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I cry for you. <laughs> Lie for you. Uh, I thought I thought you were just talking about <laughs> eat, the summer of sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that that was that was a surprise for me. Okay. What about you? Do you think it delves into the world at the murky depths of polyamory? <laughs> I don't think polyamory is murky. Um, I think it's it's a little step further along than maybe we are right now, but I can actually see some of the relationships we've had kind of tentatively wandering into that territory or could very easily. We can, I could form, I could form attachments, I think, very easily to people that we meet. I'm not saying I love them and want to have a romantic relationship as such with, but I can actually, I can genuinely see as, you know, forming intimate relationships with people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, There's so. some people I could see us quite happily living with, yeah. as long as we have our own <laughs> wing in the house. Not that we have separate wings, but I think oh, if, if there's a, a level of separation where we can take a step back, but I, I absolutely could see that happening. Yeah, there's people I would like to, I, I want to have in my life all the time. Oh yeah. In some capacity. 100%. So, yeah. All right. What's next on your list, Mrs. H? Um, Unsurprisingly, next on my list is reconnection sex. Ooh. Now I didn't say reclamation I said reconnection, but I'm aware that these two terms can be interchangeable. And I think you've referred to that on Twitter recently with a little I poll around like that. I don't like reclamation. No, I know. But some people identify that, you know, so, you know, who are we to say not? I, That's not I the case. But for me, it's, it's reconnection for me. Suggests a level of ownership, which which I, I feel I uncomfortable that. I do with. Understand reconnection that. with, I get that some people don't like the fact that it suggests that you've not, you've been disconnected. But I, I think for me, it's about if you see life as a path, and at one point you diverge off that path and play with somebody else. The reconnection is sending yourself back on the path 
where you're back with your own partner. Right. For me, it's um, it's coming back together with you. Oh, <laughs> tell me more about this coming. So for me, it's absolutely the realisation when we connect again, how fantastic it is and how much I fall in love with you all over again. It's the way afterwards. I'm like, I'm the best. I'm so great. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have me. to stop singing this, this uh, reconnection <laughs> song as you keep calling it. <laughs> it's just not working for me anymore. <laughs> And why you have to wear a crown every time, I just don't understand. It's the running outside and giving everyone and high have fives. And yeah. Well, there's a cape. I didn't know there was a cape. We do have a cape in our house, though. No, you're not wearing We do. That. Can I wear the rainbow cape, the pride cape? That would be brilliant. And a top hat. Yes. Instead of a crown. I, yeah, I got that. I've got all of these things in the dressing up <laughs> kit. I will be happy to draw them out and wear them. What surprised you about reconnection sex, Mrs. H? Well, I didn't think it was possible to be any more in love with you than I already was. Oh. I mean that. Because I, I love you and, you know, you're everything to me. I didn't think it was possible to deepen that, that strength of emotion. But actually, there it, there it was. I think... And I felt a new level of connection to you. I, I agree. I think it's a, it's a really interesting thing because... The experiences themselves can be amazing and exciting and fun and all these different adjectives and whatnot, <laughs> whatever. But but the best bit is the moment, you know, when we come back and share that and and reconnect with each other to me. And I think it's, I love the thrill of the adventure. Going on the adventure is great and it's wonderful and it's exciting. But I think equally as exciting is the moment when we get home and often if we've been traveling, it's on like a Sunday mm. afternoon and we've, We've come back and we've got home or someone's left or whatever. And we go back to bed and we just have a moment to, to be with each other. And I, that, I adore that. That makes my day. Yeah. And it's not even, and again, someone else's expectation of what I mean by this may assume that I'm referring to um, the visceral side where I say, oh my God, tell me about what, what her pussy was like or whatever. Oh my God, look at me saying pussy again, 2023. <laughs> um, uh, tell me what you know. Tell me what she was like, and tell me how hot she was, and or whatever it was you did. But actually, no, it's that moment when we're skin to skin again, and we're lying in bed together, or whatever it is. And I realise that I feel close to you, and I just want to be next to you again. So it's not even the relive the moment with me and 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 tell me how hot it was, so we can have sex again. It's it's just knowing that I'm next to you and you're mine. Yeah, I mm. think that's I think that's fair. I think. It did surprise me how how much of a wonderful drive that is. Even if we've been out and it's been a late one and it's a school night and we know that we're not going to see each other and you know for the rest of the next day or whatever it might be because we're at work. I think that that moment when we do get to reconnect is is always always amazing. And it doesn't. It's a weird thing. It doesn't. It doesn't even have to be a great deal of reconnection. It doesn't have to be this amazing sort of. Ah, kinky, sexy, fuckery time. <laughs> it's just being with you and just having that moment to savour being together again to me that exactly. makes a huge difference. And I, I am, I was surprised by the difference that that makes. I love you. Uh, I do try. What's next on your list? I just want to point out I'm now on my second drink. I had two. Okay. And now I'm finally on my second one. <laughs> Are you going for all the uh, podcast uh, normalisms? Like, you know, tell us no, what drink you've had. No, I wasn't. I'm simply preparing so, myself um, a lovely ha headache in the morning. <laughs> what you wearing? <laughs> what drink you got? 
And I know that we're, we're extremely guilty of doing all these things as well. Yeah. It's brilliant, though. If you ever want to play podcast or lifestyle podcast, bingo. What drink are they having? Are they, do they talk about what they're wearing? Are they talking about uh, their housekeeping, what they've been up to and what events they've been to? And if you talk about uh, what things they've got coming up. I, I, I know, I know that we're so guilty of this as well. <laughs> But they all do to sort of blend into one. Come on, next one. None next of them have one. a joke segment though, right? Uh, yeah. Probably do. There's so, probably someone that's done it before. Right. Okay. The next thing that I didn't expect would be a thing. Okay. Okay. It made or made me want to strive to be better. Okay. So I think... The best around. <laughs> no one's going to... So I think what I mean by that is I didn't realise that I would be so driven to wanting to present an even better version of myself. Hang on, I've got this. <laughs> I want to be the very best like no oh, wait, one you're ever talking was. <laughs> to catch them is my real test. To train them is my cause. I mean, I'm still on this journey. <laughs> <laughs> Have you caught it's them all yet? It's possible, but I have not caught them all. What? And I think actually I might get to like 80 years old before I catch <laughs> ah, send poker friend requests to oh, Mrs. God, H. Oh, please, yeah. please, because there's an amazing. I'm not going to please this. be advised that the the standard process no, is that you no, you become friends with Mrs. H on Pokemon, and then once she's used you for all the points that she can get, I assume this is how it works. But I know this to be true for other people have written to me to complain. Once, once they become my best friend, yeah, in there, she's like ditches I stop, you I stop like the harlot that you are, and you don't have any other contact with her because she's like got all the stuff that I she mean, needs. That would be a really shallow way of looking at it, right? That would be, but it would also be. I just be don't have enough accurate... gifts to give every person. Okay. I have something ridiculous amount of friends on there at the moment. All right, Ash, catch him. <laughs> <laughs> what what t- I mean t- is. What do you mean? What do you mean? Tell us. Obviously, through my. Oh, God, you said something the other day which made me feel mega old. You said, I've known you in your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, and soon to be your 50s. That's amazing. I well, like, genuinely, <laughs> I'm. I think that's so incredible. I'm so excited to be able to... Oh, I'm so excited too to hit my 50s. <laughs> well, I think... I'm so excited to hit a woman in her 50s. It's not nice to hit a woman in her 50s. <laughs> going to hit you right in your 50s. <laughs> I, I honestly, I am... I am chuffed to bits that we were able to... That we met in our 20s, like our, your late 20s, my I know. very early cradle snatched. 20s <laughs> and we, your pretty mouth <laughs> my youthful youthful pretty mouth i i think it's amazing because we've been able to go on so many different journeys together as much as i hate the journey word i think we've kind of grown up and changed our lives and gone through so much shit and had so many wins and so many losses but wonderfully i, I can say that i don't regret an ounce of it because i've done it with you Aww. and i think the fact that we've been there through our 20s, 30s, 40s, and soon to be your 50s, that's just, I think that's marvellous. Like, you know, how many relationships get to last that long? How many people are that, you know, that have put that much effort in that, that it pays off? And I, I think we're reaping the dividends of it. You know, I, mm, I agree. I, I, I've always said to Mrs. H, every night when we go to bed, genuinely, um, we, we tuck each other up and, and she, <laughs> she, like, puts her head on my shoulders and stuff. And I tell you that I, I still feel that this is my favourite part of the day because there was a time when we couldn't go to sleep together. There was a time when we weren't properly together and that we fought hard to be together. And I still feel that that we we fought hard and we've earned that space. 
And I feel honoured to be able to go to bed every night with you. And it's my favourite part of the day because it's that moment where we get to be, you know, we get to be intimate a lot and we get to be intimate with other people and all this other stuff. But it is that moment where we just breathe together and I know that the world is good because we, we don't ever go to bed when we've had an argument. Not that we argue very much. No, we don't ever go true. to bed when when there's an issue and we, we solve all these things as much as we can. And my favourite part of the day is that moment where we, we both jump into bed and you lie next to me and mm. I'm woefully happy, woefully, but mm-hmm. marvellously happy that I get to do that. I, it's not fortune. I don't feel it's fortune. I don't feel like I'm lucky. I feel like we fought really hard for it. And I think that's a real difference to me. And I, you know, I know I go on about people say, oh, you're really lucky to be with mm. her. It's not <laughs> luck because we went through a fuck ton of shit to didn't get together. Didn't win me in a raffle. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't, didn't, win, I didn't win you in a raffle and I didn't win your heart i worked hard to earn your respect and earn this relationship and i feel that the payoff is that every night i get to go to bed with you and i'm eternally grateful for that oh next one (laughs) so what i didn't also account for is how helpful our podcast would be to other people okay now i was extremely skeptical (laughs) when you started this podcast Partly because I didn't know what podcast was, but um, also because I didn't really, I didn't really think about the bigger picture and what this would do. I think I just humoured you, and uh, yeah, sure, we'll just play your nerdy game, and I'll, <laughs> I'll drink a drink you've given me, and just like chat for an hour. <laughs> and here we are, four years in with podcasts, I think something like that, maybe five years, nearly. And I'm I'm humbled and privileged with the amount of people that have reached out over those years and just let us know how useful our podcast has been to them. And I just didn't really see that as ever going to be a thing. I mean, we're not we're not counsellors, we're not experts in in our field, but obviously we have the you know, we have experience and we have, you know, we have our own benefit of advice based on anecdotal experience. But we're, I'm always surprised when people get in touch to say, you've been really, really helpful. I'm like, wow, okay, he was right. <laughs> God damn it, he was I think, right. I mean, when we, when we started it, for me, it was very much a, if we help one person and I get to have a chat with my best mate, then mm. we've won. Quite frankly, there's not much else that's to life. And, and really... It continuously feels like we've we've kind of been been winning, really. I mm. you know I I don't think you know I won't want to claim that we're the biggest podcast. I wouldn't want to claim that we get the most numbers or that we get the most media exposure or whatever. But actually, we get a number of people that write to us and say what you said was helpful and and it helped us on our journey or helped our relationship. And I can't I can't complain at all about that because I I, I thought if we just help one person. This would all be yeah, worthwhile. I know. It's but it, amazing. But mostly it's helped a bunch of people and it's helped us. It's been a great opportunity for us to work through stuff that's in our head, to chat about it and and to go through all those things that crop up. And for us, it's been, you know, you gentle listener are, are you know, psychologist in many ways. You sit there and you listen and, and you, you know, whether you enjoy it or not is another matter entirely. But for a certain amount of people, they found that conversation helpful. So I've... I've been, I always wanted it to help people. I did it because I wanted to help people. Mm. So altruistic and so humble, I know. But I, I wanted to provide a resource for people. I didn't expect it to hit so many and so, so many to resonate with it, but I'm internally, mm. eternally grateful for the fact that that's happened. I know. I, I feel like the, the podcast in a way is, um, it's almost like a therapy because you always have this, this, um, 
amazing group of people that you can reach out to in any capacity. It's fabulous, really. I didn't, I didn't really see that at all. But I think that, you know, and this extends to not just the podcast, but actually the the events and stuff that we've been running, because we we have a bunch of Discord groups that are there for for patron members, for people that have been to previous events and and whatever event we have currently running, and that is such a resource for so many people. I'm always constantly surprised by how much people get out of it. And, and we hear about it every day. And I mean, I mean, this was one of the, the other ones on, on our list, really, on my list, that um, the events we've been lucky enough to kind of curate and you know, carry on with and how much people get out of them. And also how many people they've, they've connected with. That's amazing. It always surprised me, actually. But, I'm you know, I, so happy when I hear about all the kind of connections that happen after, like, the the after the ripples afterwards. Is it happen. because there's gossip associated no, with it, mostly? It no, is, isn't it? <laughs> no, I love hearing about the things that have gone well. Yeah, I love I love seeing like weeks or or months after an event, those little aftershocks rippling out where people were sort of meeting up with people that they they met at one of our events and like, oh, so and so that I met at this event, we're going to meet up now and we're going to have dinner or whatever. I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. I feel really happy for you. 100%. Because that's exactly what we wanted. We wanted people to find connections that they can trust and that they can take forward and you know, if nothing else happens, fine. At least they've met nice people. Or actually, the the the, the great outcome is that they make again, like us, lifelong friends of people. It's brilliant. I, I love. I genuinely love all of that stuff. I think. Me too. This, this is why we did it, and you know, we wanted people to build connections because we didn't have those opportunities. Well, we had them, but they weren't great. And we wanted to make a space or a bunch of spaces and events where people could connect on that that sort of level. And I think you know, just just being in the Discord for a red hot party has been. You know, there's like nearly 200 people in there and there's some great chat. There's some great support. There's some interesting discussion. And, you know, I, I think we'd have killed for that when we when we started. Oh, my God. Absolutely. We felt so, so alone, I think, in the beginning because there just wasn't that community there. We always didn't know about it or we hadn't found it. But I don't and I don't do this to blow our own trumpets. Please don't. You want me to blow what now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. This this is about the amazing people that are part of that community. Mm, and we're and continuing to meet, and I can't stress this enough, we are continuing to meet amazing people. Oh, yeah. And it's ever-expanding, and it's it's just fabulous. It is. I feel, though, we're getting to peak blowing our own trumpets, period, and we're 34 minutes into this. We need a negative one to take us down a peg or eight. Yeah, okay. And then can I put some more positives in? Well, we need a few negative ones. Let's go with that and see what happens, right? All right, let me just, um, let me... I'm going to go with one, right? You don't even know what's on my list. I know what's on your list because I dictated it to you. Wow. I'm going to say that the the biggest unexpected moment, perhaps, was the cost. Oh, that was top of my negative list. Not that it's all negative, but it's a negative. I think, I mean, you, you can very much do the lifestyle on a budget. 100%. You know, you, d- mm-hmm. you don't have to spend a lot of money to, to be part of it. And, you know, you could, if, if for example, not that I'm saying this is our thing, but you could go dogging and that would be very cheap and effective and it would just be the cost of the petrol in your car. Oh, babe, Lose spat that out. Yeah, I know. Well, you know, while you were dogging, you didn't. <laughs> oh, you just could go dogging. But you like, could. Hey. As, as part of, you know, the, the different things that are available to you, that, that would be <laughs> the, the easiest, cheapest thing you could, you know, you can do or you can heart wife and send your wife out to sleep with someone else. You could. And 
and yeah. have someone else treat her and all this sort of stuff. That- and you could always stay at the cheapest, cheapest, cheapest hotel possible. And you could not stay at any hotels. You could just drive everywhere and drive home again. There's all this stuff where you can reduce the cost. But actually, what we found is often it's worth investing a little bit of money for a better experience. Mm. Now, I say this with the, the, the greatest of respect because we're, we're very fortunate and that we're able to spend a little bit of money on, on, on some stuff. Don't get me wrong. We cannot afford to go to Desire every five months, every six months, or even every year. <laughs> no. That's just well beyond our means. We've been lucky enough to be able to do it a couple of times over the last few years. But the reality is, is that we we couldn't afford to do that all the time. No, and, and times I've is hard. Been constantly surprised by the amount of money that you end up investing in things. And even if you're going to a relatively inexpensive club night out, you still spend money on your outfit, mm-hmm. or you, you still do. spend money getting in. You still spend money getting drinks and getting to the club. And there's there's not a club that's near us. No. There's there's nothing within at least 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing good for at least an hour and a half, which means either going into London or going further afield to the likes of VA and Penthouse Playrooms and all these sort of places. So there's the cost of the fuel. There's the cost of the time of travel. There's the cost of the night itself, like the drinks, the mm-hmm. getting in. There's the cost of the outfits. And presumably, if you're going with people that you know, there's the cost of getting a meal or mm. or actually having a room picnic, even if you're doing it on a budget. And then the next day, if you're meeting up with people, it all stacks up. And I'm constantly surprised by how much we spaff up the wall in a really good way, to be fair, but trying to to mm. have fun adventures. And I think, you know, one of the things I love doing is is sort of having a couple come and visit us and taking them around our town and and showing them the sights, right? It's yeah. wonderful. But even if we even if we go out somewhere local, it's still a huge cost for a bite to eat, for some drinks, and then yeah. or even if we cook at home, it's still a large everything's, expense. Everything's money now. Everything is costly, and I think it's particularly costly because you're paying for four adults, or, or between you, you're paying for four adults and drinks and food and adventure, and it all stacks up, and it's very hard not to get carried away with the adventure. So you do kind of end up spending, we've certainly found that we've ended up spending far more beyond our means because we want people to have a nice time. We want to have a nice time and a nice experience. We want to have a an okay hotel. We want to have mm. nice things. But before you know it, you're like, oh, we're not going out for the next couple of months because we are financially ruined. Yeah, exactly. It's um, it it will absolutely dominate your your bank balance, <laughs> and especially as the, the more into it you get, I think the more the more people kind of if you want a decent experience, like you say, you you do invest in it because you want to have a memorable experience, don't you? And it's a shame to cut corners for the sake of saving twenty quid, or and then end up having a subpar encounter because you've just penny pinched along the way. But well, I, you know, I think sometimes we get events coming up, and we're like, well, oh, we got a new event. Take the red hot pie, right? Mm. You know, we've probably got stuff that we could wear. Realistically speaking, I genuinely don't have anything red. You've got a red dress that I've got a picture of that you could wear if you had to. I don't like it. Yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> so you're kind of going, oh, well, I've got a burgundy suit that might do the job. Got a red dress that might do the bit. I'm like, nah. This, this, I know, this is the thing. You, you want to be nice the best version yeah, of yourself. Exactly that. And, and money is such a, you know, it's mm. a scarcity. For, for many, many people. So we recognise absolutely that it is an investment to do this stuff. And that's why we try and, and make the events that we run 
as low budget as we can yeah. while still providing a nice experience. And and some stuff, I mean, we did the Christmas one, which was like micro budget. Oh, yeah. And um, we threw as much free stuff at it as we could. And that's the thing. And, and you know, to, to the extent where we even use Patreon funds that we get, thank you for being patrons, folks, to, to help support the event itself rather than charging people that have been at the events or that yeah. have been at, at previous things. So it, it can stack up. And I think that's something that, you know, I always thought, oh, okay, it's probably going to cost us a little bit to do this. But actually, it's it's it, it can cost a heck of a lot. Well, I don't think you even go into non-monogamy thinking, oh, I wonder how much it's going to cost me. No. <laughs> you don't do an annual budget for your non-monogamous adventures, do you? But I think you've got you, to, if you're but, but it's like realistic. anything. It's like anything, though. If you're just dating a new person, then obviously there's expense. So and yeah. it's the same thing. It's just, there's, you know, hopefully two of you to pay for it. But I, I, the other thing is, as, as you sort of develop these relationships, it becomes like, oh, what can we do now? Well, let's do an escape room. And you're like, yeah, let's do that. Oh, yeah, and your like, plans oh, get more grandiose. Yeah, well, it's not grandiose. You're just trying to find different experiences to to have fun. And I think, you know, you can keep doing the same things, but it's nice to have different adventures. So sure, like, let's go bowling. Let's bowling. No, let's not go bowling. <laughs> but let's do mini golf or let's do, you know, a different escape room. Or let's yeah. do, and before you know Karaoke. it. Yeah. Oh, I'm uh, down yeah. for that. That was but fine. But expensive, like you say. It is. And it's it's really difficult to pitch it, but also I think collectively people do want to occasionally have a great time. Yeah. So you just pick your battles, I think. You just pick those parts of your experience that you want to push the boat out a little bit on and make them a great experience or you scale it back and you, you know, you, you, but then inevitably you get the FOMO because there's always going to be something that you're going to have to miss. Well, I think that's the other, the, the yeah. another unexpected thing that I didn't think about was the FOMO of, of not being able to attend everything either through cost or just <laughs> like, I'm not omnipresent. And you're not? No, despite, Who knew? I know, despite being online despite 24 hours a day. Despite your cape and your yeah, I know, all this stuff. I cannot yeah. be everywhere at once. Sometimes I have to drive places. Sometimes I have to do other things. But I can't be everywhere. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once is not So is you not could me. have your superhero power and you would be... You would <laughs> maybe multiple man or multiple. whatever it is. Yeah, just like, like tons of versions. You would clone of yourself. No, I, I think... So you could attend all the events. All the events, yeah. What's other Mr. H doing right now? I'd be jealous of what other Mr. H is doing. That's the thing. You know what I'm like. I, it's it's difficult because you kind of think, wow, we've made great friends. We're having these great adventures. But before you know it, you're like, I wish we could do that over there. That looks really cool. But And even if you're doing this over here, you're kind of like, well, and there's only so much you can do. And you have to recognize as a human being, you've only got so much finance, so much time so much babysitting, so much pet care, all this stuff. So you, well, you just have to recognise that FOMO and envy and jealousy and all these things are going to be a part of it because you just simply cannot do everything at once. Okay. On the subject of FOMO and jealousy, though, so taking a different slant to things that you didn't expect about this, okay, and FOMO and jealousy sits nicely in the kind of, I didn't realise I'd be so jealous at missing out on things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How would you apply that to people? Well, it's it's. It, do you know what? It works in a couple of ways. Because I didn't think that would happen, and yet yeah, it does. I, I I do get jealous over friends and connections that we've made, mm. catching up with other people. But I'm jealous. I, I, that's probably not the right word. It's probably it's not envious. Jealous. It's envy. It's envy. It's like I wish I. And it's not always about catching up with those people. 
Sometimes it's about the fact that they're off on an adventure and you're stuck out and doing nothing. Yeah. You're like, wow, wish I was doing that. Sometimes <laughs> it is, oh man, I wish I was doing that. Sometimes it's like, oh man, I wish I was doing them. <laughs> and there's this whole sort of flooding of emotions that you didn't didn't expect to have. Mm. It's interesting. And I think this this can work in both in, in a couple of ways, actually, because I've noticed that sometimes when people are playing with a couple, it it can highlight their value. It can you can go, oh, they're they're playing with them. That's good. I want to play with them. In a sort of like uh, jealous in a good way. Like a, oh, mm-hmm. I see the value, or they say they've had a good time, and that can really like give them plus ten for right. like charisma or whatever it might be on D and D. I'll be like, oh my god, they they brought up with them. That's cool. And other times, people will play with someone else, and I'll be like, ah, oh, you played with them. It's really uh, okay. It's made me feel <laughs> less right. You shouldn't do, and none of these things should impact your or influence necessarily your feelings of other people. But you can't help yourself. So that that was a surprise to me that sometimes other people playing with other people was, mm. was a, a thing that can influence how you feel about them and others. But also the the, the jealousy over someone going off and doing something, you know. And you're I, not yeah, invited. I, I, I know, for example, right, there's there's a big event coming up in a couple of months or whatever um, where uh, Kate and Daryl, or Kate is doing a Libertine event in Portland. Oh, right, yes. Right? I know that a lot of the crowd that we met through the through the PCAP, mm-hmm. previous PCAP, are going to be there. I'm going to be like, and also there was a hedonism trip quite recently mm-hmm. as well that um, we couldn't Casual Swingers were, were hosting. And another one that they're doing coming up. And there's always just, a trip that you can't go on, yeah. And we, we just can't afford to do it. It's in a different country. It's like a number of flights for us. There's only so much holiday and leave we can take from our own work. And money we can pull and money, out And ass. money that we can throw, it, throw <laughs> at it. But the, all these things prevent us from going. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I'm not jealous as fuck when I see that everyone's doing these awesome things and having a lovely time. And sometimes there is a there is a reality to it, you know, like it's in a different country. There's only so much you can you can do with that. Um but sometimes it's just a you know, you you you're booked to do a family thing and all your delightful swinger mates are out having a party in X place. So riddle me this, how often in your vanilla life have you sat there and had FOMO because you're not down the pub on a Friday night just talking about a football match. Well, that's never happened to me <laughs> exactly. before. I give not a shit about football. Compared but- to the amount of FOMO and, you know, jealousy that's occurred since we've been in this. Yeah. I, it's I, interesting to me because clearly this is all stuff that you just don't want to miss out on. I think there's been parties that we've had to miss because we've been on holiday or we've mm. been somewhere else or seeing family and friends or there's been a wedding or something like that. You know what? I'm that... It's minor, you know. You you get over. <laughs> you, you think, oh man, I wish I was doing this instead of this. Mm-hmm. But I think with lifestyle stuff, there is a draw to it where you're like, oh man, this <laughs> this this cuts deep. And I wish I was there having those adventures, especially when it's you know it's all over. You know, you go on Fab Swingers or something, and and there's a whole bunch of varies the next day. Where or it's, it's like, all over Twitter. Yeah, or it's all over Twitter, or people are posting pictures. You're like, you're, what the stink? Yeah, it's so difficult and. You know, there's there's going to be events. For example, right? We were talking tonight with it with with some friends. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're going into an event that's absolutely not for us. Right? <laughs> they're going to an event that we, I have no interest. Well, I'd like whatsoever. to be a fly on the wall, but no, it's not for us. But the event just it, it's not our cup of tea. It's nope, not our style. It's not for us. It's not our thing. It's not our jam, etc., etc., etc. Right? I'm going to be fun. 
I can't help it. I'm going to have fear of missing out. An event that I don't what give a fuck What are you going to be missing out on? The, the, the bit I'm missing out on is time with friends. That's the bit. That but they'll be busy doing things you're not interested in. Yes, I know this. <laughs> I and and both. So you know, they're going somewhere with 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 some some other friends, right? I know. I'm going to be jealous of the fact that they're all catching up and have a good time <laughs> without you, without me. And I'm like, I don't even fucking want to be anywhere near that event. That's like that event is. You'll be me- sat holding the coats. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even be doing that. I'd be like, fuck this year. I'm not having any part of this. It's nothing to do with me. I don't like this. I don't agree with it. Blah, 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 blah. I don't get on my high horse. But at the end of the day, I'd still be going like, I genuinely thought, thought this evening chatting to them. I was like, should we go to this? Should Is there something we should go to? I'm like, no, what the fuck are you doing, you twat? You don't even <laughs> like that stuff. Why Why would you be doing it? Because you just want to go on the adventure. Yeah, it, it's 100%. You just want the room picnic I just want to be part... Just turn up for the room picnic. They'll be fine with that. I just want to be part of the crowd. I want to... But I want to... I love the adventure... And I want to have the, the the fun times, but thing is, is that their fun times will come from such a place that I'm not interested in, and, <laughs> and I know you're not interested in. So it's like neither one of us gives a fuck about it. But I know, come the day, like we'll both be like, oh Aww, man, and we're I know, doing that. and they're doing that together. Yeah, the reality is, and we're is, not doing that. Yeah, we'll at some point, I suspect, need to arrange something that we need to do that will take us away from that mental p- point of, of that. <laughs> we'll need something that goes, yeah, they're doing that, but that's okay because we're doing this. I understand that. It's, it it just it's, makes me laugh. It is. It's such an honesty. I was sat, you know, sat there chatting away to them today and I was like, they're doing that. And I'm like, I, and I'm like, I can't think of anything worse. But in the back of my brain, I'm going... like a virtual rock in front of you? Like, man. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, Fucking hell, they're doing stuff. I'm not involved. Why aren't we involved? <laughs> and I'm like, you fucking idiot. You don't like even if you were there, you'd hate it. You would literally hate it. You would. And and that's the thing, it's that you can't help but think that actually all these people are having these great adventures. And you just gotta recognise with all of this that you can't do everything. You can't be part of everything. You, you may not be welcome at all of them. I may not be welcome. You may not be everyone's cup of tea. This, <laughs> and and that's the thing. But I I think part of it is is that so much of this lifestyle is about being together and, and creating these amazing connections and communities like we talked about for the past hour or whatever it is. But sometimes it's not for you and you've got to step away and go, that's you've someone else's gem. People have their own adventures. Oh, as well. 100%. Well, you can't be stuck to people. Like, literally, that would be awful. And I'd hate to think that people were putting up with me because I've kicked off like a big stinking baby oh, to. God, you better to invite Mr. H, you'll kick off. Yeah, but. <laughs> At the same point, you know what I, I'm saying. It's I like you, you can't help That's it. That's why I asked you. Well, because you feel that way as well. Nowhere near to the extent that you do. I think but I recognise it in you and I, I, I can relate to it, but I don't feel it anywhere near as much as you. I think the reality is that because this is fresh in my head, I'm like, I am at that mm-hmm. point where I'm like, motherfuckers, they're doing this. But also at the same point, I'm like... I am 1000% a cheerleader for them doing their own thing. And I 1000% support, support them and whatever it is that's going on. And, and that's the insane thing. I'm like, they're going to have such a great night. It's going to be awesome for them. It's going to be really cool. It's going to be a fantastic time. And everyone's going to have like, everyone that's going is going to have a great time. And it's going to be a great experience. And I'll high five them when they get back. Because I want them to have that good time. Mm. But in the back of my head, I'm still a bit like, oh, motherfuckers, they're doing this with them. But but if they thought for a moment that you would like it, they would invite oh, you. 
And there's a lot of percentages going on with this conversation. But (laughs) I I recognise that. But it's it's such a strange thing. And I think part of it is is that we've made such good connections and so many good friends in this whole thing that it's wonderful to be included and be Mm. part of it. And you can't be. And sometimes it doesn't match your play style. It doesn't match your approach to life. Sometimes it's not your jam. And you've got to recognise that, you know, you don't have to do that. And I'm sure there'll be events that we go to constantly that, that they're unable to go to. And that's the funny thing. <laughs> so FOMO doesn't apply to the other way around then. So if other people can't make your event because of their... Um, well, that's you know, that's their FOMO. They've got to deal with that. <laughs> and I accept that they have FOMO about stuff that we do. Yeah, we do. And I mean, that, we know people have FOMO because they tell us. Well, and that's the thing. But, but actually... I think this says a lot about the relationships that you make. It's not about the the jealousy. It's not about the envy. It's more about the fact that we just want to hang out with certain people. And if and if people are upset over the fact that not upset, I think that's the wrong word. If people are are wishing they could be there supporting you or wishing they could be there catching up with you, I can't see that's ever a bad thing. You know what? Because like we we were killed for those relationships. No, you're right. Years it's ago. a testament so, to how how close your relationships are. But it is. you're you're both feeling that level of, of um sadness that you can't be together. Exactly. What are the give me one more negative <laughs> thing before we sweep around with a positive one? All right, another negative. Um I mean there's two to choose from, but I'm gonna go with the social media. Okay. Because this is the bane of my life. Oh is So for me it it can be a negative. For you it's an absolute positive but for me i had no idea that social media would rule underpin pretty much everything that that is required i think to make this work successfully and i mean by this i mean um the podcast see but i i mean our events obviously but i also mean generally to be successful in kind of making connections and building connections and then you know arranging meets with people whatever it is Social media has to play a part. I do understand that. It's it's very obvious. So by social media, you mean, I mean the, the chats. chats and the, but also the, like the Twitters, the Instagrams. I mean, the, it covers a whole range of things. Yeah. It covers all of the things that, you know, you could possibly reach out and, and project your, your personality out onto. But mainly the chat groups are interesting. And by chat groups, I mean when you, you enter into a, a, you know, a chat generally on some kind of social platform, albeit WhatsApp or in the dim and distant past, it was Kick, which I hate. Um, And there's a number of different, you know, social media platforms you can use. Or Wire. Kate, Wire. I'm (laughs) particularly calling this one out. However, when we thought Kick was dying, yes, fine. Wire and Telegram. Telegram. And there's a whole bunch of them. And you know, I, I love a chat. I do. But, oh my God, you... You're like next level. <laughs> um, I actually had no idea. So this is my 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 own personal unex unexpectation, as you've deemed it. Mm-hmm. I had no idea you were such a chat whore. Oh my god! <laughs> Literally. Hang on a sec. Let me. No, no, no. no I no, want to no, finish no. this. I want right, to finish this. Right, okay. The last thing you do before you go to sleep is look at a chat. The first thing you do when you open your eyes is look at a chat. And for the 12 hours that exist in the middle, you probably look at about 90 chats. I'm going to put this out there. You are absolutely immersed in chat. Now, that's not a bad thing because you're very good at it. Okay, we'll say that. You're very chatty, very social. People love you. And you're very nice to chat to. There's no guarantee they'll love me, but that's fine. Thank you. (laughs) You're very nice to chat to. And, you know, if you find yourself in a chat, Mr. H, brilliant. You're going to have a great time. (laughs) 
chances are you'll see 80 selfies a day. Hey, it's cool. But he's great to chat to. Love it. But oh my God, I had no idea that you would be so invested in it. And in the beginning, I distinctly remember we went out for dinner in the early days when we first kind of got onto Twitter, you know, Mm -hmm. in those early days when Twitter was growing and we were really finding our feet with it. And I was very like, oh no, I'm such a Luddite. I get that. And I'm not that great at it. But also I was surprised how much it took you away from me. And I resented it. Not not because I wasn't willing to join in with it, but because I, I couldn't do it like you. And I was resentful that you were so into it and I wasn't. And I remember sitting there while we were having dinner and we were out. I remember we were sat outside in the on a summer evening and we were having a glass of wine and a meal. And you were glued to your phone. Now this is the early days when it was all new and you were glued to your phone and you were looking at your phone, looking at your phone. And in the end I lost my shit and I was like, what are you doing? Why? What the fuck are you doing? That he's like, you're looking at your phone instead of me. You were like, it's like, it's messages, it's Twitter, we're doing this. I'm like, huh, okay, I'm here. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> and I really got shitty about it. And I remember we had a bit of a chat and you were like, well, you don't really try. I was like, no, you're probably right. I don't. But also I think it got to the point where we had to reach some sort of compromise. I had to accept that I didn't do enough of it. You did a little bit too much, I thought, at the time. And we kind of tried to meet in the middle. But over time, it's just settled into this groove of you're great at it. (laughs) And you love it and you thrive on it. And I also recognise that you spend a lot of time on your own during the day because Mm. you work on your own. I do understand that. But this is my FOMO. Here it is. I feel the FOMO that I cannot engage with it on the level that you do for practical reasons, I just can't. There's just no way I can I can dedicate that level of time to trying to keep up with any of these chats. I recognise that I could probably do more, but also I get like, I just don't have enough hours in my day to do it. I think there's, there's an hours in the day thing. I think there's also a, how you feel about investing it in whatever relationships yeah. you have. And I think there's certain relationships where you absolutely do invest. I think it's needed, for sure. Well, I think, there is a, I think, you know, with it's, it's interesting. So Twitter, you, you absolutely enjoy getting the numbers and, and growing the um, account. But it's less intimate, probably, because people don't demand your time all the time in a, in a one-to-one chat, maybe. I think the thing is, I think you enjoy the posting of the pictures and the numbers, but you don't really enjoy the, the groundwork that goes with it. That's, that's the reality of it. So like, it's you're easier. like, oh, we've hit however many thousand people. And like, it's whereas for easier. me, it's much more about the connections and the, the, the yeah. building the yeah, community. Yeah, I get that. It's not anomalous I think to you. In, in standard chats, I think there is a, uh, a thing where if you're invested in the people, then yeah. you chat a lot. Yeah. I think when you chat less, you're less invested and you're less keen and less bothered to do it. Your drop off is very quick, whereas I'm much more interested in in trying to not keep everybody happy. I don't. I think that's wrong. <laughs> but I think in in trying to keep maintain and keep relationships. Mm-hmm. And I think what I what I've seen is is that particularly there's there often is a new relationship energy on a chat for you, and that you'll try you'll if someone's taking your interest or they've they're a bit quirky, you'll you'll put time in. <laughs> and I think there's some some. St- sort of set relationships that we've got where you'll put that time in. But mm. I think everything else is very much, it's kind of all, you've neither the time and you're less inclined. Mainly it's that like I don't have a time. Well, but, I, you say that. But I, but I know I could make more time. Well, 
But right. also I find myself less inclined to if I've been mentally engaged all day with lots of people and then I find myself having to dedicate myself to another group of people. I find it hard and I just sometimes want to be a little shut off. I think for me it's, it is a form of relaxing for me because it's kind of what I do mm. and, and, I, and I enjoy it. For you, I think you, you, you chuck that at something like Pokemon Go or Candy Crush <laughs> or whatever it is that you're playing at that point in time. You still spend the, the the same amount of time on your phone and are still as distant as I am with the chats. Mm. But actually, you you don't give a fuck about the people in <laughs> a way. Well, you, to a certain extent, it's true. <laughs> you you're you're less interested in the relationships at that point because you just need to to step away from it. You manage people all day. That's an in, that's different to what I do. Mm. I manage stakeholders. But I also talk to people and part of my job is around about talking to people. So and and the reason I do that job is because I enjoy that social interaction. So I do employee communications and I do a lot of stuff around mm. chatting to people, uh, creating content. And actually, a lot of what we do for this stuff, particularly around the podcast, is an extension of that. What's really difficult and where I struggle, actually, is, is that you don't search for people at all. So I do all of the fabmin. I do all of the <laughs> interactions with people. And most of the time, if you send a message to Bedhop as it comes, you know, the reply you'll get is from me. 90% most, of the time. Yeah, most of the time I would agree. So, I usually I do. And that's where I struggle because I'm like, well, are you really interested if you're not the one that's seeking people out? Mm-hmm. And and one of the great conversations we had with with the delightful secret stag and secret vixen, insert Claxon here. Wah, 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 no, was, tax, uh, Claxon's retired. This is, no, we'll bring it back. But but it was around actually, you know, he feels the same way in that it's him doing the oh, yeah, chasing. Order. And and I get that because that's his jam. hundred mm. percent get that. But actually it was interesting that we said, well, what if Secret Vixen and Mrs. H were to find the dates, just find three dates. And in 2025, we'll do that. It, well, the, the <laughs> amount of kickoff that Secret Stag and I received on this suggestion was was utterly a unreasonable and b insane. Are you but, mad? Are you what the fuck are you guys talking about? Are you crazy? What drugs have you been taking? But you know, it was that moment, and I think that's the interesting thing in that I, I love the, the the social interaction, mm-hmm. but it can be wary, even for me. It can get me to a point where I'm like, I feel drained. Because I do all of it broadly, and I, I, you know, I'm not saying that I do everything, but I do no. broadly. I edit the podcast, I write the show notes. Apart from tonight, I generally <laughs> post uh, post it all. I do the social media bits to it. I generally promote the show. I generally do all the fab men. I do all the other bits and bobs, and I'm probably engaged in most of the chats. I'm managing the discords for the events. I, I shall canonise you. Thank you. I do the design for the events. I do all the bits and bobs. And that can be draining. I'm drained just hearing about but it. Well, I know you're tired already. But but the, the thing is, is that, you know, I get that it's not your cup of tea. And mm. I understand that for you, it's not a, a thing that you particularly enjoy unless there is something that you're getting back from it. <laughs> and, you know, we were just talking about it the other day. You were like, well, tell me how to edit the show. And I'm like, this uh, like <laughs> this feels like a trap. This feels like a... It's not. I can learn. <laughs> I'll learn it. I'm sure you can. I'll learn it. I'm I'm sure. And we could do that if we, if we wanted to go down that road. But I think the the reality is, is that, that, that as much as the social media and the conversations and all that stuff is a negative thing, it's also a really positive thing. Because I think 
it ha- it's helped us grow the show. In fact, the show is growing because of that stuff. It's helped us get in touch and reach out to new people. It's helped us form more relationships. But the reality is, is that we both need to be really careful that we don't get too suckered in. Yeah. And there's moments where, you know, where you, that happens to you. It does. If, if you're particularly interested in people, you're all out message. I'm trying to remember the last time I all out messaged someone. Yeah, it's, all out message for you is sending two messages in a day. I was going to say, yeah, but that must have been like way back you're in so like drained. 2020. You had, you, had, you had to take a nap nap after after sending two messages. <laughs> but, you know, but it's the same for me. I need to be mindful that that it, it can take me away from you and it can take us away broadly. I think we've got a good balance and we tend to manage it. And we We're tend better. to handle it. We're better now. I think we went through a bit of a, a steep learning curve with it because it, I, I didn't expect it. And I think this is the point I'm making. I didn't expect that to be a byproduct of the relationship. You wish it was we a byproduct. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna end on a positive. All right, go for it. Because I think we need we need a happy one. All right, not this one out of the park, mistake, no pressure. You're going to like this one. Am I? You're going to love it. Oh, come on. What I didn't expect, an an expectation. Yeah. All the amazing pets we've met. (laughs) (laughs) I I have met some fucking brilliant animals in all this, and I am truly privileged to have met some amazing pets. All right, let's talk about some of the pets. Okay, so we've met Penny of of, of, uh, Wonderless Swingers, right? She's lovely. She's lovely. She's adorable. We've met secret stag and secret vixens, Multiple two dogs pets. and two cats or whatever they are. Multiple pets. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I think you've nearly stolen one of their dogs. Oh, one of them's come to live with me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> we met Starlord and Penny Lane's dog quite recently. Adorable. Very adorable. Gave me actual hugs. That's amazing. With the, with the paws. Mm-hmm. It was just adorable. Lick my foot. Nice. Yeah, but I got hugs, so that's all right. Um, and we are surely going to meet them, lovely Max and Mabel's pet. Yes, Max. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's Max. Uh, he's pretty Twitter famous already. Okay. Yeah. So I've met some brilliant You've... pets, frankly. Oh, his I... cock, her tails, cats. Oh yeah, murderous bastards. But yeah, or the no, cats. no, the cats. I mean, God, <laughs> no, not them. <laughs> 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 oh, thanks, wife. Um, I've I've just met some astounding pets, and actually, what I've really loved about this 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 segment is I'm just so like humbled by seeing these people with their pets. It's more important. I'm like, oh my god, you're you're me. I I love that you're so in love with your pet. <laughs> I I really love that I can connect with them through their love of their pet. Does that make sense? It, it does make. It sense. makes me really close to someone if I see them being really like kind and loving with their pet. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't love you, but I. I really, I really relate to that. I think it's a and it, bit, it's, it's like a soft spot for me. It's a bit like seeing relationships together when people show oh, love I do and affection. Love that. I love and, that. You know, it you, you see love and companionship and friendship from relationship, and then you see them on top of that with their pets. It's like a, oh, an amazing it's just, moment. It's like crack for me. I love it. <laughs> Pet crack. I just really love seeing that level of affection for each other. It's lovely. Oh, don't get me wrong, but when when the pet's involved, oh my God, I'm literally <laughs> a puddle. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, you love your pet. <laughs> I'm missing it with you. It's so cute. <laughs> I just love it. And I didn't expect to meet so many amazing pets. So 
in I'm the truly grand, grateful. In the grand scheme of things. Met some great animals. We've, we've met some great animals. We've had yeah. some thrilling conversations. We've had FOMO. We've had great relationships. We've <gasps> oh, had the Tufas had amazing dogs. They do have amazing oh dogs. Oh my God. They've you, sent me some amazing pictures of our dogs. I love them. You're, you're yet to meet them though. What, Tufas? No. no oh, the dogs. Pets. Yeah. No, I want to meet the dogs. There we go. So I think, <laughs> you know, it's 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 amazing that, that all of these things have sprung yeah. out of this lifestyle. Some positive, some negatives. And I think what's really surprised me is how much it's it's made us communicate and just even writing this stupid little list down Not while we were stupid, in the car it's amazing but it is it's silly it's stupid <laughs> it's you know it's just us having a silly conversation in the car about things that we didn't expect and things that we did and and really it's it's shown how much value we've gained from all of this Do you know how much value honey potato have got out of me <laughs> but i think the really important thing for me is that you know if if it if it's meant that we've had a conversation together, if it's meant that we've <laughs> been able to put up with a longer journey, if it's meant that we've been able to progress ourselves and and been so much happier through all of these things or or have experienced so many more emotions that we'd never have expected, then mm. it's been worthwhile. So I'm I think this has been a delightful little conversation. Hopefully you gentle listener have enjoyed it and it's not been too rambly and rumbly and I want to hear what amazing grizzly. pets they've met now well yeah please you know if you've met amazing pets or got amazing pets in the lifestyle send them through to us at bedhoppersuk at gmail.com if you've had some unexpected things you know yeah I want to hear about get, get the, the benefits and, and, and the maybe not so great things because it's all part of learning isn't it and it's all part of sharing experience and making things better yeah I, I, I really want to hear from people so, so get in touch please let us know so, summing up, lots of I've different I've got things. one final plea, actually. Okay, go for it. I don't know if I mentioned, but I'm turning fucking 50 this year. Mm-hmm. Really fucking big deal. All right. Really stressing about it. Okay. Um, I want to know, I want some ideas. What to do for your 50th. Yes. I genuinely want some, I, I am literally. to do. I want to no, point this out. I am blank on this. I don't know what to do. I don't know. I want to embrace it. Because I feel I have to, otherwise I'll be having a sit down shower cry. I might do it anyway. But I also want some ideas. How how do I do this? What do I do? Come on. I want hit me with ideas. With ideas. Okay. I'm already making a list of things I want to do, but it's a bit shit so far. Okay. So <laughs> what I will there's some caveats. You don't want to jump out of a plane. You don't want any. Oh extreme god, no, sports. no, I don't want to do any yes, bunch of jumping. You need, you need to caveat this. I don't want any death experience, nothing like that. We don't want to know uh, who she is. I want needs to actually to do. enjoy it. Yeah. We don't need you volunteering to I don't need any life affirming things like, oh, well, you know, if you jump out of an aeroplane with someone, you'd be, f- oh, no, 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 thank you very much. No, but also you don't want people going, hey, Mrs. H, what you should do for your 50th is me. Interesting. Do you think Louis III will get in touch? Or? I doubt it. But also, I think, <laughs> as we've discussed, I'll be sorting Robert out the admin Downey on Jr., that. Is he no, be, no, no, okay, not interested. No, he's shaved his head, hasn't he, lately? Oh. For a role. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Matt Barry available? Or? Probably. He's got another what we do in the shadows. Anyway, so yeah, get in touch with your ideas and Mrs. H, do your thing. Thank you for hopping into our bed. Ready then? No. 
What was the was joke? Was I supposed to? Joke, joke. Well, you said Wait, I'm gonna every get week shit. I'm going to do a joke. Shit on it. Wait. Even though we don't podcast every week, but every fortnight. No. Then. Oh, wait. I'm going to get one. Can you, can you like talk amongst yourselves? Hear yourself? that joke again. Why can't I get off the Zara website? What is happening? On the what website? Zara website. Zara. Why can't I get... Oh, everything's full of red dresses. <laughs> oh, my God. All I can see is red dresses. <laughs> I've got about 82 tabs open with red dresses. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I know you're not. So many, I so know many joking. red dresses on here. All right. So you've not got a joke. Uh, Are you just looking up jokes? Maybe. No. Uh, maybe. Oh you're a joke. Fuck off. I'm a joke. <laughs> ah, good grief. Um, all right. No, I haven't got one. Do you want me to find one? Well, I just that, that was your only thing that you had to bring to the table. <laughs> I did. I mean, I, I can get one. Do you, do you want one? Are you ready? I have one. I have one. Right, okay. It's very short. Are you ready? It's staring at me. Cat's meowing. Right, why, why are elevator jokes so good? Because they work on many levels. Like my intellect. I'm going to put my hood up now. 